gentlemen, boys and girls, what is going on? It is Sog E-Boy back at you with another episode of Garbage Time. With me today, I have Nick. I have James. or I James. James! I have James! There we go. There he is. Uh, just to let everyone know, James is having mic issues, so if he goes in and out, please excuse no, I, him. I fucking got rid of that bullshit. We're good. Oh, gee, just full, full send. All right, well, James <laughs> is still having mic issues because he's a bad boy. Um, so if he goes in and out, unexplicably <laughs> maybe or somebody else might mute him who knows um you'll know why anyways we have a very interesting episode for you guys um something i cooked up myself um so we're gonna do a little preseason talk um you know we had our big preseason episode two two or three weeks ago mm-hmm. um so just gonna get a little mix of preseason in preparation for uh two weeks from now when we have the, the first or two weeks one day we have the Chiefs and the Lions open up the NFL regular season. Um, and then I wanted to talk to you guys, the fans of Boda. Boda-ites. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, work in progress. Fine. Um, it could be Sogites. So you, just just be happy that I didn't say that. Yeah, see? Um, about all the, the football content that we have planned for the upcoming season, um, fantasy-wise, betting-wise – um, all of that, that'll come up later. Uh, but let's, let's get into the, the, uh, nitty gritty here of football preseason week three coming up. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, so obviously two preseason, two weeks of preseason football in the books. Um, it's been crazy. I mean, with the amount of injuries that I've seen and the severity of some injuries that we've seen. Um, you know, what is the, what's the most shocking thing you've seen so far from preseason? Um, honestly, if I'm going to be honest here, it's the backup quarterbacks. The, these quarterbacks that are battling for like the quarterback two spots have been so fun, like irrationally fun and like miles better than their competition. It's, it's fun. It's just a lot of fun. Like, uh, fucking Aiden O'Connell out in Vegas is doing great things. Dorian Thompson Robinson in, in the fucking Browns. I said in, in the Brown. Uh, <laughs> uh, is doing great things. Um, my God, I can't think of his name. Stetson Bennett's been fine, I guess. Whatever. He looked average. Um, whatever. It's good. Tanner McKee out in Philly is looking good. Like neither None of these guys are going to start. Maybe Aiden O'Connell has the best chance. But they all look fun, and they're fun to watch. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you. Jalen Hyatt. I, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially with uh, – I mean, I'm getting a little taste of it here too with um, Malik Cunningham. A little, little taster. Dude. So is, oh. is he going to play receiver during the – I mean, during the season, right? Could you, you – you can – he could – he could take any roster spot feasibly. Yeah. Not, well, not any roster spot, but he could take – a wide receiver roster spot. He could take a QB roster spot um, and, you know, play any position that he really wanted to. Interesting. That was the Malik Cunningham that, like, existed in college, and it's fun to see it translate, but I really do just think that ends with the preseason. He is very, very accident pro. He's very good yeah i'm i'm sure i'm sure he is but he does have the tools to to be a decent player um he did i mean he had that one only one preseason game where we saw him play i mean we we might have seen him in the second game obviously was cut short um to that injury but he did have one pass off the back foot scrambling out of the pocket in the hands of a now cut Trey Nixon so I don't know little little flashes little flash of the pan but you know is it going to translate to anything probably not is it fun as hell to fucking watch yeah for sure so what about you Nick what shocked you the most yeah oh sorry James no I don't really have that to be honest fair enough uh I have been particularly excited, uh, 
enjoyed watching the rookie receivers play during this preseason. It, we've had very little of it, but what they've shown so far, it's been it's been fun. And, and we'll talk about it late, later. But for me, Zay Flowers looks good. Oh my god, he looks really good. And honestly, and I'm not just saying this because they're on the same team, but he looks comparable to OBJ with the way he moves and the way he cuts and his speed. It's 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 gonna be fun. And if OBJ is half of what he is, help you know from what he's been, it's gonna be fun watching those two play opposite sides of each other. I, I mean, I agree that that touchdown clip that you posted the other day, James. I mean, he the the lateral cut speed is that is spicy. That's it's just so absurd. We talked about this when we were talking about our top fives. Zay Flowers is a small human. He is a tiny boy, but he plays so above his size and also perfectly at his size. He is yeah. shifty and also jumps up at the point of cat. Like he shouldn't be able to do that. He's such an enigma. It's fun. It's football's fun. I love football. Oh god, getting that good gut feeling. Well, yeah, I mean it'll be really fun to watch him, especially with the caliber in just type of quarterback that Lamar is. I mean, there's going to be so many types of plays that they're going to be able to run because they have a guy like Zay Flowers now in that offense. So, mm-hmm. although it didn't do them any favors, their 24 game preseason win streak was snapped. Damn, RIPIP. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Not like it uh, did them any favors. So, wonder when the last time they lost a preseason game was. I was thinking about this the other day. I wonder if they lost the preseason game for the last time when they won the Super Bowl. Holy hell. I wonder. Is that you think that's right? Probably. Let me look it up. Let four, me look that up. 24. They were, what, 24-0 until? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four, well, it, we've had three season, preseason games, what, the last two years? So it's been four. Right. It's probably not. 2012, they probably haven't won all those games since then because that seems a little too much, but uh, probably like 2017 like years. Yeah. That'd be my guess. But Dude, it back to 2015. Oh, 15. Okay. All right. Well, so there you go. There you have it, people. Um, wow. I mean, that's, that's a crazy, that is a crazy streak. It is still preseason, but crazy yeah. nonetheless. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh... Oh, and there he goes. You're kidding. He swiped away again, dude. (laughs) My God, this kid. Four. There he is. I got to stop touching stuff when I'm doing the podcast. It's it's always my mouse. It's just my mouse. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. We're going to move. Question for you guys. Have you seen anything about Quentin Johnson? Um, I haven't heard anything about him during this preseason. I haven't really heard a lot, to be honest. That's a good point, though, when you say that. Because I've heard, you know, JSN, he had that big catch last week. Jesus. He had that big catch last week, and now he has, you know, a wrist injury, and he might be ready week two, week three, maybe. Is that an inside source, James? Mm -hmm. JSN porn addiction coming in hot. <laughs> the Adam Schefter of the Northeast section of Massachusetts. Um, I'm the Adam Schefter of fake news. Oh, that would be great. That would be awesome. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I saw Quentin Johnson play in a game and he looked pretty good. Um, I want to say it was the first preseason game. Okay. Um, I mean, as far as the other the other two go, I mean, obviously, I, I don't. I don't think I've seen much, if anything, from Jordan Addison. I've seen him. So I don't know if it was last week or the week before, or week two, uh, week one. But yeah, I saw he made like a twenty-yard catch. <clears throat> excuse me, and he looked good. He exploded. He he jumped and he caught the ball. Like I said, JSN has shown very little. Zay Flowers we talked about, but Quentin Johnson for me, I haven't really heard much. So, yeah. I'm just saying, you know, who's not getting enough love? The guy that they ended up sitting out so they didn't hurt him because he had hamstring tightness? Tank Dell. Tank Dell's a playmaker. I, 
I watched it firsthand when they played the Patriots, and he is a good, good playmaker. He is. He is. That's a, that's a very, a very good pickup for the Texans. Yeah, he's about to be their like wide receiver one. He's about to be their like, like when Julian Edelman was a wide receiver one for the Patriots, just the slot guy, just disturbing yeah. people. Yeah. All dependent on CJ. See how he does. I. Speaking of rookie wide receivers, and obviously this is going to be home bias, but I'm having a hard time finding a way to not keep both Keishon Bouti and Demario Douglas on this team. No, I don't disagree with you. I, that, I, I, I'm I'm assuming you you saw the catch. I, wait, you posted that catch, didn't you? I posted the catch. Yeah, maybe. the oh my god, the speed off of that slant, that catch how crisp that route was. I mean, oh my God, that is exactly what the Patriots need. They don't have that crispness anymore. Mm-mm. Like I said, he could be a steal and apparently he's been great in just off field stuff. Like he's been studying the hell out of the playbook. He's been that guy in the locker room. Great to see because everything we saw out of college was he was an arrogant prick. So for him to turn over a new leaf, like great. Love that. But I don't know if I'm necessarily hundred percent sold on it yet. Yeah, that, that's the thing, right? I mean, he, he's showing sparks of what we saw of, of him in college in preseason, which is great, fine. It uh, doesn't guarantee you a roster spot. Uh, and, you know, I, I think it's it's really funny. We haven't seen much of Demario Douglas um, in preseason. No. But in camp, I mean, I can't even – I, I don't even know if I could count on my fingers how many times I've seen a report that Demario Douglas is the alpha in that room. Not shocking. That's He's a victim of helmet scouting. I like Demario Douglas a lot. He was a guy I was going to fucking report. It's always like there's a couple guys like that each year that I was going to do like a draft diamonds on, and I just like ran out of time for one reason or another. Life gets caught up. Yeah. And I'm not going to pretend that my high was like, I know Demario Douglas, but – Demario Douglas was on that radar. Well, I mean, clearly you have a good eye because it seems like he is going to carve out a role um, on this roster for himself. And just just the way that he's conducting himself um, with OTAs and practices and, you know, obviously it hasn't translated over to um, preseason. He didn't play the first preseason game at all. The second preseason game, he played maybe like five or six snaps. But everything that is coming out of camp about Demario Douglas is extremely positive. Um, at a time when the Patriots need extremely positive <laughs> feedback about wide receivers and need that in their wide receiver room. So, No, you guys could really use to hit on a couple late round wide receivers, man. Yeah, no kidding. Or the Patriots I mean, up and go spend some money and go get a receiver. They could. I mean, they could, but I mean, you have to think about it like this. The last year, they had no offensive coordinator. I know this is we're gonna. I'm gonna beat this drum until it's dead or whatever the hell saying that I want to go with there. Don't, don't read too much into that. Um, they had no offensive coordinator last year. They have an offensive coordinator this year. I mean, look at look at how they used Kendrick Bourne. Look at how they used Hunter Henry the first year under Matt, with Mac Jones when they had an offensive coordinator. They were good. They didn't have what? Nothing. My they thing just glitched and you yelled at me. Oh. It was very weird. Oh. Um, they 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 had a competent offense. Not again. Nothing on Mac Jones. I think he's serviceable. I think he's fine. Um, but it's really how the other how the weapons are utilized in a system well there was no system last year now there is this is your first full year of having Devontae parker in an actual offensive system kendrick Bourne looks a lot better than he did last year um and you have those two rookies that you could lean on the one thing kendrick that does Bourne. suck obviously well sorry go ahead what's no, i was no, gonna no, say no, the no, one thing that no, sucks no. is um Jacoby Myers is out of your system, and you add a <sighs> bum. I don't, I don't want Juju, but whatever. I'm stuck with him. He's going to be hurt most of the season anyway. He's going to get That's liquid. What I'm saying. Right 
I, I'm hoping I not I'm not hoping injuries on anyone, but I hope one of these the one of those three wide receivers can take a step back and we can infuse a rookie into the offense. It needs That's to happen. The way it should go, because I I'd be shocked if Juju goes off for a thousand plus yards this year and multiple touchdowns. I think it it's just not gonna happen. No, I I, I don't think so either. I mean Again, it's just like a bunch of glorified slot wide receivers. You know what I mean? And I think the Patriots are going to be heavily focused on using their their two running backs um, this year. I mean that that in of itself is intriguing because they have a now they have a bona fide two headed monster in the back. And you can win. You can win games with. You can two, win. You can, you can absolutely teams. win games like that. I mean, you you're you're turning it into a. I want to say Kevin O'Connell, but um, a Kevin Stefanski type offense with a lot of play action, a lot of ground ground and pound. Right? They and have two backs that can do that. Anyway. What's that? Right? New England it has always been well. I mean, not always, but for the, the better part of the, like the last like five ish years, they've been a run first team. For the yeah, no, absolutely, they have. Especially with that last Super Bowl uh, against the Rams, they were a run first offense. And they sprinkled in the past when they when they wanted to and when they could, you know, and that was effective enough when they had a really good defense to win them a Super Bowl, right? So, you know, they had a really good defense two years ago, and they were a more balanced type attack, and it was good. They made the playoffs, but they couldn't manage anything. Last year, we all know what happened last year. I'm not gonna beat this into the ground anymore, but um you have an actual offensive system that is being run this season. You have Ramondre Stevenson and Ezekiel Elliott, both of whom have run for a thousand yards in their career. Both of whom have the tools to do so again. Zeke less so than Ramondre, but mm-hmm. Ezekiel Elliott seems like, and is really weird because I never thought I would say this is going to be your receiving back. He is. He's he's your receiving back. He's going to get you those tough two to three yards in the red zone, um, on third down, on, on you know, short situations. He is going to be able to get you those yards. So I'm excited to see that out of my team, um, you know, utilizing both backs. Um, and I think, you know, honestly, both running backs are capable of, being capable being decent receivers out of the backfield um so they won't hopefully won't show their hand too much you know depending on what personnel they have out so i feel like in the past some patriots teams have have been so predictable you know if there's a certain wide receiver out we know okay they're they're running a crack block or whatever um you know they're they're out there to block like john o smith we had john o smith out in the field He's he's blocking. It's not useless. 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 Sack garbage. Yeah, he's in Atlanta, and he's gonna do the same shit there. Right. No kidding. Um. So I mean, it just it's gonna be interesting to see what they what they can come up with, and I'm excited to see Bill O'Brien and really get his hands on an NFL offense again, and really just focus in on an NFL offense, which he hasn't done for a long time. So. I'm also excited to see what Bill O'Brien does with two tight end sets, especially with Mike G in the system too. Just like they haven't had that athletic of a tight end. And I can't even say Gronk because Gronk is a completely different category. Aaron Hernandez. Well, yeah, I mean, again, two headed monster. That was a two headed monster. Uh what, like the charges? Like murder and... Hernandez was a freak. Freak ass. No, he was. He he arguably, when, when they both came onto the team, I was more excited for him than I was Gronk at the time because of how athletic and strong that guy was. Mm-hmm. Clearly, now- he used it to his advantage. <laughs> more than one account so that we um, know well yeah fair enough um 
but yeah, I mean, that that's really what I'm excited for in my team and what I'm looking for for my team. Um, you know, utilizing both Ramondre and Zeke in a ton of different formations um, and not being afraid to throw both of them the ball. Because if you, if you can utilize both of them in pretty much any way, defenses aren't going to be prepared. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just throwing the ball to Zeke and he's out there, then you can expect pretty much it's going to be a pass. So that is, that's my team, James. You got any insight onto what, you know, what your team's going for? What you're excited? Are you? Uh, I mean, J- losing Jacob Phillips for the year really hurts. He's a great part of our defense and our linebacking core is already pretty fucking weak. Uh, I will say I'm mostly just focused on the cuts. I want Kate York gone. That man peaked so fast and burned out Bad. so hard. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, yeah, that's, I've never seen – I mean, obviously, it's kicker, so let's temper our expectations. But, like, the rise to fame and then literally hit a cliff the next day. Insane. Like, just <laughs> straight down. Um, I want to see him gone, and I want to see Anthony Schwartz gone. I, I saw this, and I, I knew, like, Anthony Schwartz had a lot of drops. His drop rate – I don't know if it's supposed to be preseason. I don't know if it's all together. It was a comparison of him and uh, Watkins, who Austin Watkins has gotten a lot of attention coming in. Anthony Schwartz has a 26% drop rate. How are you an NFL receiver with a 26, more than a quarter of the passes you like should catch are dropped, are on the fucking turf? I want him gone. I want him gone. I want him gone. I don't. Like, no. I don't blame you. That is an abysmal catch rate, especially with all the talent we have at wide receiver now. Like, what's the point? Cedric Tillman, Woo! gone. Looks phenomenal. Uh, also, not excited about losing Jerome Ford for a bit, but I think we have enough depth. We'll be fine. Um, for the life of me, I can't fucking think of that the UCLA running back we have, but. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm excited for the year. I think it's a big Nick Chubb year. I think Watson Watson looks like old school, like ignoring the obvious. Looks like old school, like improvising King to Sean Watson. He looks good as fuck. I mean, you, you had to you had to assume he was going to gain some of that back. I mean, you know, it's not like he had an injury or anything. He just wasn't playing. Yep. Right, you know, it's age old debate. Rust versus rust, and, and rust was. Rust, yeah, was well, I mean that's the thing too. I mean, you 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 start in the middle of season. It's kind of hard to get yourself acclimated at that at that point. I mean, it was just a lost cause. But you know, you got a you got a full preseason. Now you get a full season, so we'll see. But I mean, it seems like things are pointed up, and. You get good quarterback play. You have a decent defense. Your run game is probably the best in the league. I don't know about that. Just because it's like the best in the league, but Nick Chubb is definitely. It might have been when we still had Kareem, but yeah, it's it's top. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Him. I mean, you did take a step down with losing Kareem Hunt, but all right, you have the best yeah. running back in the league. I'll, I'll I'll say that. I think a pure running back, stop. Pure, pure running back, Nick Chubb, the best running back in the league. Absolutely, he's one of my favorites. As far as modern, right. like receiving makes running backs, probably going to your boy. But you know, yeah, fair enough. There's well, all right. Too, we got Pats. We got Browns. What about Big Blue? What are you looking forward to? Are you nervous? How are you feeling? I'm not nervous. I, I'm not going to say we're going to go out and win the Super Bowl, but I'm very excited for this team. Daniel so Jones. Super Bowl or bus is pretty much what I'm hearing right now. No, 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 no. If if don't say that. If I think we're gonna make the playoffs, I think we could be another wild card year, and I'm okay with that. If I mean, if we go further, obviously, sure. You know, the more the merrier. But this offense looks composed. Daniel Jones looks comfortable, and he looks excited to get the ball to Darren Waller. Last week during the, the Panthers Giants game, I think he. Daniel Jones tossed the ball uh, to Waller's way four, five times on the first drive, which is 
great to see. I mean, given health, we'll see how that goes. If he stays healthy, we can expect a full season of just Daniel Jones and Darren Waller combination. Um, and again, I don't have I don't have our team putting up crazy numbers either. Like I don't have I don't think we're gonna have a thousand yard uh, receiver. Saquon's gonna be Saquon. Um, he's gonna perform in our defense. I've been saying this since like 2007. I want that ground and pound defense. I want guys like Justin Tuck and OCU Minyora and, and Strahan and Pierre Paul. And I think with Kayvon Thibodeau and Sexy Dexy, it's going to be a good year for the defense. I'm, I'm looking, I'm very excited to see how, our, how my team performs. Yeah. And fair expectations. I mean, you did make the playoffs last year and won a playoff game. I think it's doable because then at the NFC, it's not as, it's not strong like the AFC. And it's it's not like you didn't play a good team. So, and it's it our, our season's going to be put to the test because we have I think the second hardest schedule in all of football. So, we'll see if we can perform. All the AFC East has the hardest schedule in football. So you're you're right there with with the rest of us. <laughs> well, not James, but <laughs> what? You're AFC North. It's a logistic thing. I don't know. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, all right, great. Well, well, maps, whatever. Let's um, let's talk about league wide. So I want to know right off the bat a player that you're excited for coming into the season. Doesn't it doesn't have to be a rookie. It can be whoever you want, but someone that you have been watching this preseason that you are excited to see perform in the regular season, James. I already said it. I, I'm going to put my cards down on the table. I think Tank Dell is fucking amazing. I think it's going to be a real debate with this class between Tank Dell and Zay Flowers, the two like undersized guys. They're absurd. Like everything they're doing is absurd. They're playmakers. They're fun. They're fast. Either one of those guys, it's like a one A one B. But I love what Tank Dell is going to do for a anemic, historically anemic Texans offense. Fair, fair enough. Nick, who are you excited for? Uh, I mean, it, for preseason, we ever have, haven't seen a lot of, like, the starters. But like James said, I'm, I'm so excited to see Zay Flowers play. Uh, for, like, the season, let's see. I want to see Tyreek Hill break 2,000. All right. I think he can do it. I'm excited. All right. I mean, so, if anyone can do it, it's him. Absolutely. <laughs> really, realistically. Um, Speed kills. Yeah, no kidding. Um, just ask uh, Henry Rux. Um, <laughs> here I'm most excited for, at least coming into the season. Um, I mean, I. Uh, it's going to be tough. To say, there you go. You're kidding, right? Again, what did he do? It's going to be tough to say, so I'm going to disconnect. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I love that. It's it's just going to be tough to say. What happened? That's it. What happened? What is this team happening? What is this (laughs) view? I'm back. <laughs> uh, I hate this. How tough why is this not? Is the that. is why is my green screen no work? We need to get sponsored by a a, a good Wi-Fi company. Oh, clearly, well, everyone can see my memorabilia, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, player I'm most excited for. Um, I'm excited for Bryce Young, first and foremost. Um obviously have him in, in our rookie QB bet slash draft. So uh, I'm also really excited um, for Christian Gonzalez. Ooh, the training camp stud. I'm very excited for Christian Gonzalez. You put, you're putting a lot of weight on Patriots training camp. I, I'm not <laughs> saying you're wrong for it. Well, you're putting a lot of weight on Patriots training. Yet. I'm not putting weight. I'm not putting weight on it necessarily. I'm just excited to see what he actually can bring in in the regular season. I'm not. I'm not using the preseason as a judgment to say he's going to be amazing. I put that out there before preseason. 
You I did. put that out there before. You did. So I, I'm just I'm just saying that I'm excited to see him in a regular capacity because he's shown that he can be good. He's a rookie, which is fine, but you know, I I, I want to see the alpha come out. I want to see it. I think it's tough, dude. I was looking at the one point, too, like when I did the whole Christian Gonzalez post. The people he's been... You're kidding, I'm here. Right? I'm just trying to fix my camera. Don't worry. You're kidding, right? What are you doing, Zach? What I'm is trying to fix on? my camera. Stop it. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, I am trying to fix my camera so you, you keep talking and I'm going to do the fixing. So. Oh, all right, yeah, all right, we'll do your thing anyway. Yeah. So looking at it, right, like here's the matchups that Christian Gonzalez could potentially have going forward this year. Uh, first game, Eagles, A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. Uh, second game, Dolphins, Jalen Waddler, Tyree Kill. Uh, the Jets, take your fucking pick. <laughs> uh, Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb. Saints, Chris Olave. Might be more even than we expect, but Chris Olave is still Chris Olave. Raiders, Devontae Adams, Bill, Stefan Diggs, Dolphins, Hill and Waddle again, Commanders, take your pick. Colts, you're probably fine if we're going to be honest. Giants, Jalen Hyatt, can he keep up with that speed? He should be able to. Steelers, George Pickens is going to punch him in the nose. Chiefs, I don't know who he's going to end up guarding in that one. We're going to find out who their wide receiver one is really quick. Uh, and okay. then Jerry Judy in from Cortland Sutton against the Broncos, Stefan Diggs, and then once again, the Jets. Like, he does not have an easy go this year. It's going to be a very iron sharpens iron year for Gonzalez. It is. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, I, I just – I'm confident that he he's going to do well. I will say, not, to say, not to say he's going to do anything near what I, you know – want to happen and obviously want him to shut down every single receiver he sees but I mean you can't be the best without playing the best so I mean you're right it is going to be iron sharpens iron and the best thing for him is to play the best talent and he's getting the best talent this year in in every single form in speed in size in in everything strength so he's facing I, I, almost like a different breed of receiver each week. Like exactly, like and like the best category forward. of that receiver every week. Honestly. So again, so that's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, I, I understand it's a very tall task. Do I expect him to do? Do I expect him to be perfect and do amazing? No. Do I expect him to be good and surprise a lot of people? Yeah, I do. I do. I think I think he can match up well against some of, some of the, the the better tier receivers in the league. Not every single one of them, for sure. I mean, I know Stefan Diggs is going to give him a really hard time. He's a, one of the best all-around wide receivers in the league. But can he match up with some of the other really good wide receivers that are more one-trick ponies? Sure. Sure. It'll be interesting to see him against Tyreek Hill matching that speed. I, I don't. I mean, I don't think he's near his speed. I right, honestly, I'm, up, I'm upset it's not on the docket this year. I would have loved to see a DK Metcalf versus... Christian Gonzalez matchup. That oh, that would be intense. That'd be good. That I actually didn't even think about that until you said it. That would, that, be, that, that would be entertaining. I guess AJ Brown's like a solid consolation prize, but that's fair. That's fair. Um, cool. Yeah, I mean, like I said, Bryce Young, Christian Gonzalez. I, I just. Again, not tr- not trying to be a homer, but it's okay. I, I was I was excited for him coming out of the draft, especially with what Be- Bill Belichick has been able to do with top tier defensive talent. That just gets me going. Um, fantastic uh, players you're nervous about coming on uh, going into the season. Hmm. Uh, what was that player you're worried about? Any players we're worried about heading into the regular season? Ah. Any, anything we've seen that we haven't liked that were makes us nervous for their development slash production? Um, I don't like any. Sorry, I'll jump in there. If you want to go ahead, go ahead. But no, I I, no, I called no. out people last time, but 
just free for I will say I love Devin A. Shane. A. Shane. I always forget how to say it, probably. I always say, like, oh, Sean, Sean. that's not it. It's not a, a chain. Sean. It's like a chain, but a chain. Um, I saw that somewhere. That's how I remember it. I am worried. I never like rookies missing training camp slash preseason stuff. So, like, him being out with a shoulder injury indefinitely, not ideal. I love him. I really had him. I think I have to look back, but I think I had him up there as my, like, running back three in this class in a very talented class. Three or four, yeah. Something high. I like. I was. I was a higher on him than consensus, but I don't love that he's missing time. Um, no one else is really jumping off the page right now. If I can be honest. Um, I'm not. Again, I'm not trying to read into the preseason too much, but uh, right. Training camp only. Shut the fuck up, CJ Stroud. I, he didn't. He didn't look great in his first first series. Um, what? This is the dangerous thing about CJ Stroud. This is this is what bites people and bit people in college. Like this is what almost dropped CJ Stroud. Is that he has these moments like I don't know about CJ Stroud. Like whatever. And then the next fucking moment he gets to be like when you're like back against the wall. Dude, balls out. Like, to the nth degree, balls out. Like, I'm talking about college football playoff and they were, like, that close to winning the game. Like, no one thought C.J. Stroud stood a fucking chance in that game, and then here he is. I, if they could find a level of consistency for that, or even, like, meet in the middle, like, C.J. Stroud's going to be fucking fantastic. I, I don't doubt it on C.J. Stroud. I still have my reservations. I, I don't know. There's just something about the way that he plays. It, it, it doesn't it doesn't compute with me. I don't know. But yeah, I think CJ Stroud, I'm I'm most worried for him heading into the season. Um you know, just just what I've seen and from practice and from preseason games. I don't know. I don't know. Nick, anybody you're worried about? I mean, as I said earlier, JSN with the wrist injury. I mean, I'm. Sh- it depends when he gets back. If he's able to play week one, cool. But if he if he misses more time and it's going into like week three or four, I think another year with Geno Smith and his two stud receive- receivers, it it might shoot him down on the wide receiver ladder for the team. I don't. It, it just might not be enough time for them to gel. So yes, that's, that's true. That's for sure. Cool. Yeah, um, he's the only one I'm really nervous about but there's not really much to, to go off of yeah yeah no no for sure i mean especially we, we you don't have that time to develop like you said it it just really kills any momentum especially when you have two bona fide dogs in dk and in tyler lockett i mean tyler lockett is what 30 what you got a dog and a half <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> I've always been so low on Tyler Lockett. I, you know, Why? You and everybody He's had like seven 1,000-yard one uh, receiving yard seasons in a row, dude. What are you, why are you so I know, low on I him? He, I know he's He good. is the model of consistency for the wide receiver. Mike season. Evans. Mike Evans is also the model for of consistency for the wide receiver. Yeah, position. but gun to my head, I'm gonna take Mike Evans ten times out of ten over fucking Tyler. Great, Lockett. you can have more than one person. That's a model of consistency, James. It's, it's not. A, yeah. It's not A or B. It gets a, one A and one B. That's it's expected. Fine. It's expected of Mike Evans. It hasn't been expected for Tyler Lockett the last five, five-ish years. He was and doing he just, it when Doug Baldwin was around. He's doing it now that DK Metcalf's here, and he's probably gonna be doing it up until next year when he dies. I, what what else do you want? I just I want to see I want to see DK not 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 literally die figuratively. <laughs> just gonna, Thanks for just putting that, that out there because I don't want to be put on any more watch lists. <laughs> I want to see Gabbard. DK leave Seattle and go to some some team with a stud quarterback. We we okay so that's a okay fair. Where does he go? I have one team in mind. I mean, that would fit the mold for exactly what you're saying. Kansas City? No. Screw that. Screw that noise. Absolutely not. 
Um, you just don't want to play does it that. Fit the mold, yes, but I that's not happening. What about the Chargers? I I can see it. I don't Keenan's think he's on Allen. his way out. Oh, what, what is that? Oh, hey, what what is that phase for? What is it's that not, I get it. I don't know how many like you gotta diversify a wide receiver room. Like the Patriots having just straight slot receivers doesn't make sense. The fucking Chargers just having big dudes who can win 50-50 doesn't make sense. It doesn't, but I mean it's the stereotype and it just keeps they, they just keep and, replenishing and the Keenan same Allen. talent. When yeah, not, well, yeah, Keenan Allen is yeah. Well that's the thing, Keenan Allen's older. He he's gonna be moving on at some point. Justin Herbert wants wants that guy. He's gonna find that guy. You still have Mike Williams. You have Quentin Johnson. You could pick up DK if you wanted to, if you really, really wanted to. Um, but DK to Kansas City makes a lot of sense. I don't like it, but it makes sense. Um, could you imagine Patrick Mahomes chucking but the ball? He doesn't need Metcalf. him. That's the point. He doesn't need a DK Metcalf to win Super Bowls. He no, did he doesn't. It with Juju. He did it with Nicole Hardman. But that's the thing. If they get a guy. Like DK, DK, so before DK was drafted, I compared. I was saying that he was the next Megatron. He hasn't had the opportunity to physically. He was the he's the next Megatron, and he hasn't had a he's, quarterback to just feed him the fucking ball. Yeah, he 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 got the tail end of Prime Ross, and he's had Drew Locke, and now Geno Smith, who is putting up good numbers with with him, but you know. I want to see him go nuclear. And he can do it, too. I would love to see DK Metcalf go nuclear. That'd be awesome. Um, All right. Let's let's move on. Teams. Teams now. Are there any teams that we are extremely excited to see this season besides, obviously, our own teams? I don't like my answer. I'll go first. The Colts. I want to see what what a shit show that thing is going to be. So speaking of the Colts, James, I'll let you go next. But with the whole yeah. trade talk with with Jonathan Taylor, where do you see him going? I know I've heard that there's six teams that are contacting the Colts, but I I don't think this, those teams have been put out yeah. to the media. I also heard Walmart is hiring too, just in case he doesn't get an offer. Well, if he doesn't get an offer, then he's just going to stay with the Colts, and he's going to and, and what and what no, a play under Jim Irsay because that's going to work out very well for him. Uh, I think I think it's got to be Miami. I think Miami's makes the most, it makes the most sense. Matt, that team: Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle, a potential Jonathan Taylor. It, I mean, it, at that point, it all depends on Tua. Yeah, I don't like it. I know you don't. <laughs> Keep him out of my division, please. Please. Keep him away. Um, I also like the Chiefs kind of makes sense. Like, the uh, people can have the yeah. Chiefs, but, like, I don't They could use the word. I love Isaiah Pacheco. Like, they have a good thing with him and um, okay, whoever else. I can't think of his name right now, but they have a good thing going with those two. Just keep it running. The Chiefs aren't going to make a move, especially because they have very you. <laughs> you you were very choppy. Sorry, James. Um, man, really? Yeah. Yeah. The, right, the yield connection. Now. Yield connection is pretty rough. Hmm. Um, no, anyway. I could. No, um, how about the Bears? Oh, the Bears. I've seen that. Uh, I don't. I don't... I, don't know. I mean, they like to invest in running backs. Uh, they have Khalil Herbert. I mean, who's going to be fine? But you get ju- uh, you get Justin Herbert another weapon. It's not a bad offense. No, not at all. Justin what? Justin Fields. You said Herbert. Did I say Herbert? <laughs> you did. That's so funny because I thought I-, I thought Justin Fields in my mind and then said Justin Herbert out loud. Hate when that happens. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go die now. Um, Justin Fields another weapon in that offense. Pretty, pretty good. I would, I would like that. They are super tight on contract right now. They couldn't make that happen. They could. They definitely could. But um, what about teams that we're not excited to watch this offseason? Uh, this season, excuse me. Um, and I will also say the Colts because they're going to be duty garbage football. Um, uh, 
Houston. Is that for better or worse? Yeah, Colts. How about the Titans? I'm not excited to watch DeAndre Hopkins play for the Titans. No. He's going to – his career is dead. Yeah, it's, it's, it is weird. I mean, I don't know how many top-notch wide receivers they're just going to have that are – it's literally the Fort Lauderdale of football. Man, Arizona. Have we, all, have we all just given up on Ryan Tannehill as a quarterback too? Is that are we over this? Yeah. Is, is that is that done now? Yeah. All right, good. I, Thank I, I I understand stat wise, great. As 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 looking at stats in general, it's fine, but stats don't tell the whole story, and he's never been a good quarterback. Sorry, uh, I, I watched. I watched. I'm sorry. No, I watched a lot of Ryan Tannehill in Miami, and he was never good. He was Miami, average, though. and he had flashes of good and flashes of great. But at best, he has been an average quarterback his entire life, and he has shown that he could be good, and he's had flashes in the pan of great. But that is it. On his average, on a normal day, he is. Well, well in the middle of average. Yeah, I can agree. I mean, his best season doesn't even touch like 20 other quarterbacks' best best seasons just from this past year. Okay. Those are my favorite. But um, yeah, not excited to see pretty much any AFC South football. Maybe the Jaguars, actually. I'll retract that. Dude, I got some hype for the Jacksonville, dude. Yeah, no, I'll hype the Jags, especially with Calvin Ridley now in the mix. That's gonna be that's gonna be so exciting. Good. He, he looks so good. I think a player all of us want to see, Calvin Ridley. I want to do because well, last time we saw him, he was going off for thirteen hundred yards and ten touchdowns. Oh my god, yes, and he I looks know. better than when he was playing two years ago. Yeah, I also think I've never really thought. I never so there was like a hype. I think right before suspension for Calvin Ridley be like a dude because like like Julio was gone. I don't. I've never really got him being like the lead guy in an offense. I think he's a good complimentary piece, but like I think him and Christian Kirk are going to work well together. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, Christian Kirk had an amazing season last year, and you're just adding another guy that can do extremely similar things to Christian Kirk, but in an opposite and equal capacity. You know, we did bring it up, but DK to the Jags. Why would they? But why would they need that? But that's the thing. Why would they need him? Yeah, I don't think they get an If they have Calvin Ridley really and they have and they have Christian Kirk, why would they need to bring in DK Metcalf? They Especially if Calvin Ridley really lives up. Lives no, up James, it's got to make sense. God damn it! <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So um, yeah, that's our that's pretty much all of our preseason talk, and we expanded into pretty much fifty minutes of that. Um, but I did want to move into our content for those of you that have stuck around all zero of you um, our football related content for the season, not a reveal, just a review here. Um, obviously a couple things to keep in mind. Most of this stuff is going to be happening, happening weekly. Um, we have our sanity check draft that we just did. Um, that was fucking fun. Amazing. Amazing. Fun. I had more. So fucking great at it, dude. I love this. Yeah. Uh, we all had a fun time. The episode is up and out. If you guys want to check it out, definitely do that. But um, during the week, so the the fun doesn't stop at the draft. Obviously, James's James's legs are grunting at us. Um, <laughs> so strange. Um, you know, the fun doesn't stop at the draft. So. What I neglected to tell you, Nick, and obviously the outside world, is that during the week, each week, um, we will be spinning a wheel as well. Um, so this, it, it's not going to have anything to do with, it's not going to change our teams, but it is going to change the stipulations in which we can, how we set our lineups. So I, we have a couple of ideas that we floated out. Um, so we spin a wheel, and whichever stipulation we land on, we have to abide by that rule for however long it goes. I believe each of our um, matchups is actually two weeks long. Oh, okay. So I, I think, wasn't it like that last last year? Wasn't it two weeks long for each matchup? 
Yeah. So it's going to be the same thing. Um, and I think what we, what we should do is we can spin the wheel each week and just have each different stipulations. But, um, you know, one week we can only play players that have, uh, that come from a team that have red in the logo, or we can only play players that are, that are over six feet tall or six foot two or whatever. Um, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of shuffling. There's going to be a lot of waiver wire pickup. There's going to be a lot of movement. So, you know, we're going to be spinning that wheel each week live during the show. Um, and we'll obviously have to set our lineups that night or the night before, or, you know, we'll spin the wheel to make sure that we have these set up. Um, because if you do not abide by the wheel, you lose, you will lose that matchup for the week. Um, and if matchups are two weeks long, that is a big loss. So yeah. definitely make sure that you, you set your lineups and stuff like that. Abide by the, uh, the rules of the wheel. The wheel of misery is what it's being called. So, okay. so my question is, is are we doing punishments for the end of? Co- correct. Yes. Okay, so punishments cool. are happening. So one team will, will get the punishment. So here's how, here's how this is going to work. Because obviously there are four teams, and all four of us make the playoffs. We're going to have, again, this is very wheel-oriented, because why the hell, why leave anything to us? Let's leave it to chance. The name of the loser, so the 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 team that had the worst, the, oh my goodness, the manager that had the worst team in the regular season is one name that goes on the wheel. The other name is the team that lost or sorry, won the shit bowl. Okay. Both of their names will go on a wheel, obviously have equal parts, and then we will spin. And whoever it lands on will have to take the punishment. Then we will have our wheel of punishments. Very, very 360 oriented here, clearly. Cool. Um, cool. But I think I think that is the best and f- most fair way of picking a loser and picking a punishment so that there is no pushback there is no you know crying of cheating or collusion or whatever bullshit so that is how it's going to work that is sanity check so every week we'll have updates for you guys from us on our matchups on the lineup settings and how we have to set them from the wheel of misery and so that is that's how it's going to go and hopefully we'll have the punishment ideas out um come playoff time and, uh, you know, once once the, the playoffs are over, we will spin the wheel and we will determine when we can do a punishment. And it's just more content for us and more humiliation for you to view, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so, um, All right, cool. So next up on the docket. So we had our rookie QB bet, obviously, that I mentioned that earlier. Um, I have Bryce Young. Nick has Anthony Richardson and our poor um, ankle-related injury, Drew, has cj stroud so we left james in charge of the punishment he's the punishment commish so james will be coming up with um any sort of punishment that we have to endure with this however the winner there's only one winner but there are two losers so whoever loses has to endure a punishment with the other loser um so just keep that in mind james so it is a it is a partner punishment. Cool. So that is how it's gonna work. Um, yeah, I, it's and that that might open up some creative avenues for you to think about um, how it's gonna work. Pretty much, we're gonna grade each quarterback on a number of criteria: uh, total touchdowns, um, total yards, um, and things will be weighted. So obviously, you know, we're looking at quarterbacks. So passing yards, passing touchdowns will be weighted more heavily than rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Just that's just how it's going to go. Um, we will have interceptions. We will have completion percentage. We will have, um, what else? And then we will also do a, uh, passer rating and a touchdown interception ratio and all that kind of stuff. Everything's going to be weighted out. So it's equal and fair. Um, you know, not every QB is run oriented or, you know, whatever you may want to say, but, we will have all that weighted out, but each week we'll have an update um, as, with you know the QB stats for those three rookies that we're, we're looking at for the QB bet. Um, and yeah, that's it. 
Now the big, the big reveal, the biggest thing that is coming to all of our Boda people is our fantasy and betting show. So, what? Rude. What? Nothing. Yeah, go on. Why'd you say rude? I talked to you about this before the show video. Yeah, I talked to you. I talked to you earlier. I talked to you earlier. Yeah, Okay. Uh, so it's going to be called Fantasy Time. It's going to be called Fantasy Time. So a uh, little play on Garbage Time. It's like uh, Garbage Time's little like younger brother who's addicted to gambling and fantasy football. Um, so we will be having weekly fantasy football content for you guys. Waiver wires, best pickups, who to sit, who to start, who to trade away, who to – where to cry when you lose, inevitably. <laughs> um, we will also be doing sports betting content as well. So we're not we're not keeping it in the realm of football. Obviously, um, sports betting as a whole is very big. And I think all of us could benefit in talking about sports betting. Um, I know James knows that he's getting his own little segment called Fuck It Parlays or whatever, how he wants to call it. Because this man comes up with the dumbest 20 leg parlays I've ever seen in my entire life. And I'm just waiting for one to hit so we can all get rich. Um, so, yeah. So that that's my that's Not our that plan. What's that? Not that much money. Relax. What are you talking about? 20 leg parlay for a dollar. You win like 50 grand, dude. You win 250,000. That's still a lot of money for people that literally that's have $5 mean. in their wallet. <laughs> I got two bucks. <laughs> I have literally five dollars in quarters. Don't ask me why. I just do. Uh, that that is our plan. So fantasy football content, sports betting content coming in a brand new podcast to you guys called Fantasy Time, adjacent to Garbage Time. Um, don't know when we're gonna run it yet. I'm thinking maybe we do it either definitely before or after garbage time on the same day, but we will be bringing that out to you guys. So look out for a logo drop uh, presentation this week, things like that working on it already, but that is, that's our brainstorm. Do you guys have anything else that you want to add to the table? James, I know I can see that shit eating grin from a mile away. So you have something that you want to say you little bitch. Yeah. Thanks for pointing out that I'm also going to be doing cultural live streams on Saturdays. Um, we're going to be doing the watch parties for our game of the week, which we talked about before the show, and Zach completely fucking ignored. I assumed that you were going to chime in. I assumed that you were going to say something. I'm sorry. So anyway, you can join myself and my lovely fiance Megan, as we watch college football, talk college football, and I teach her a few things about college football. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Yeah, I've watched a couple of them, but... And I, I have to say, I've gotten drunk by proxy just by watching those videos. So. Oh yeah, we get saucy sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> cool. Well, yeah. I mean, I definitely would love to be involved in that, especially if there's a uh, if you have a Georgia game on that's game of the week. I would love to be involved with that because I am a Georgia fan now, apparently. Um, <laughs> we talked about this. James knows. I was there before the championships. I was, all right? I was. James, James, fucking back me up. You know why I chose the Georgia Bulldogs, right? You remember. It's a really dumb fucking reason, but I chose them because of the running back room. He does. The elite man loves his running backs. Apparently. They're the most replaceable fucking thing on the planet, but I love them. Uh, well, that is, that's really, it's really all the content updates I have for you guys, obviously, with football. Really, really starting back up in two weeks from now with the first regular season game. Um, we will have our brand new podcast out, labeled, wrapped up in a bow for you guys at the start of the season. But for now, you guys know where to find us. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on X. I wonder if that logo thing will ever, ever update on here. Um, we are on my god i'm losing my train of thought where else are we on james TikTok. It's so dark we're on youtube, YouTube. <laughs> we're on, we're, we might have content still left on twitch i don't know 
I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Um, we have, we're on Threads or on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much wherever you want to listen to a podcast. We're on there, except for some stupid ones because they're stupid. Um, we don't talk about those. Yeah, we we don't talk about those guys. Um, <laughs> but uh, for for poor ankle boy Drew, for Nick, for James, I am Soggy Boy. Stay soggy. Let's uh, can we get a unison? Can we can we get a unison? Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. <laughs>